Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50. Today, your topic, Michael, the only numbers that matter. What are you talking about? So, um, sort of put it into number terms. Yeah. Uh, the most important numbers for someone that's entering retirement. Yeah. Uh, in percentage terms, there's, there's three main numbers, eight, five, and zero. Yeah. And what I'm talking about there is that is that for most of our clients, and this is this is for most of our clients we're talking about here, not everyone who's listing specific situation. However, for most of our clients, what we need to get as a rate of return on average every year, uh, once they've retired, is 8%. Um, what they can draw or take from their investment is... is uh, or their investments and their superannuation, we're talking about their, the sum of their savings. retirement savings. Yep. Is is generally no more than five percent. Yep. And the third important number, zero, yeah. is the rate of tax <laughs> that we want to pay. <laughs> I knew, I knew where you go with eight and five, but I had no idea where you go with zero. So that's that's exactly right. So so percentage percentages mean nothing without without making that concrete um, dollar terms. Yeah. So yeah, I'll add another number to this. 1.6 million yeah. Yeah. is really where we want uh, our clients to be for a comfortable retirement. And again, like I said, this is all this yeah. is this is all just the averages that yes. we see. Yeah. So, um, but, but I think that will be a good example of when we break that down to dollar terms. Most, a lot of people listening will go, "Yeah, that feels about right to me." And yeah, yeah. So, so as as you were, how do those how do those percentages relate to a, a 1.6 million? So yeah. So dollars? what we want to do is we want we want. $1.6 million as a benchmark in, yep. from the day that, they, that that someone retires. Um, the 8% overlay on that is is $128,000. So, so that's the return that we that's want the that rate money of return, to achieve on 8, average. 8% on $1.6 million. Yep. The first year of your retirement, your, your return yep. has been $128,000. Let's get this out of the way straight away. This is your money getting up, <laughs> getting dressed and going, and to getting work dressed for and you. going and working. You'd so have for, to roll it out at some stage. For in new, this, for this new listeners to the podcast, um, <laughs> I'm known, and Dallas cringes every time I say the day that you retire is the day that your money has to get up and go. I'm, and work I'm just waiting for, you, for the so. end of the podcast when you make a comment about Roger Federer as tennis coach. That'll, <laughs> that'll be that'll be it for me. The, the two cliches that you roll out every time. So, <laughs> so given this is a podcast and it's not visual at all, yeah. Um, I, I I want the listeners to to see that 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 number yeah. that one hundred and twenty eight thousand dollar number in green. So picture that in green. Yep. So you've got one point six million dollars of retirement savings. You're getting an eight percent rate of return, which is the first important number. Yep. If you get that eight percent rate of return, you have one hundred and twenty eight thousand dollars of green. So yep. picture that. I mean, most people picture money. green yeah. as a plus. Yes. Um, this is this is money. That your money is making, 
This is a hard concept for people to understand. Like I find that it's very, very hard for people to understand that their money is making money. Yes. Um, think of this in terms, people often say to me, that's the interest. Is that the interest on yep. the, and I say, well, it's, it's, it's not because it's made interest up of rates. Dividends and capital growth yeah. and it's variable and there's a lot of other differences. There's a lot of other things. But yeah. if you think of it in terms of interest, yeah. if that's the way you want to think yeah. about it. Yeah, just to clarify, anyone from ASIC that's listening, we're not implying that you're going to get a guaranteed eight <laughs> percent rate of return. This no. is not what we're saying here. No. We're no. just the the concept of like you say, that that's a, a good point because for most people, they haven't necessarily watched their super balance over over time and they haven't mm. seen that growth in the same way. So you've got your super and Money kind of goes in and like a little bit comes out for insurance and mm. then it sort of goes up at the end of the year and you don't really know how and why. And it's only when you reach retirement that you, you kind of go, there's no, there's no money going in. The only, the only way that, that pool of money or that bucket of money is going to grow is, is by it getting dressed and going to work for you and, mm. and it earning a return. Um, through your, through the way that it is invested. And so, yeah, most people have seen, it might only, be, especially at the moment, it's only a very small amount. But you see your bank statement, you see the interest chiming in every month, mm. and it, it might only be fifty cents at the moment. But you can sort of fathom the concept of okay, well, there's a pool of money, there's money coming out, and then there's there's the interest that's adding in on top. Yep. And so yeah, that's that's a, a a good analogy there. Like you say, it's it's incomplete because it's actually made up of to get that eight percent rate of return. You can't have that money in in cash or in term deposits. You have to have that invested uh, yep. in the biggest and best companies in Australia and around the world. And because of that, that is going to be variable. You're going to have um, share price movements going up and down. You're going to have dividends going up and going down over the long term. But the point that you're making there about that eight percent is that that's that's the long term average that you're trying to look for in in that in that return. That's right. Now we we that's that's when we when we do our our modelling yeah. or our I guess our mud map yeah. of how this is going to play out for someone in retirement, we work on an eight yeah. percent assume rate of return for a high growth strategy. Yeah. Um, we've done podcasts recently where we looked at the last 30 yeah, years yeah the last 30 years um, and then the thing worst called 30 the average years returns of, yeah. of the last 30 years if you if you want and the worst returns yeah. of the last 30 years so there's there's um, there's data to suggest that the returns if you're patient yeah. and you can write out all the ups and downs and in that we we specifically looked at the worst entry point just before the 87 Stock market crash. Things fell forty five percent or thereabouts over a period of time of of, of a week. Um, yeah, the global financial crisis involved in that as well, and also yeah. the worst exit point, which was coming out at uh, the bottom of the coronavirus lows yeah. in two thousand and twenty. You still averaged above eight percent yeah. rate of return over those whole periods of time. The average person who panicked. Um, their returns were much lower because yeah. they they panicked at the wrong time. They, they went out at the wrong time, low, yeah. and they and they went out at the wrong time. And what uh, what it comes back to is is um, is uh, for a, a high growth strategy, we have actually been able to generate returns above eight percent. We yeah. we work on eight percent as a an assumption. Yeah. The so we go back to when we run our numbers. That's what we assume. So yeah. we assume one point six million dollars high growth strategy on average, if you're patient over you know, all different economic periods of time, roughly yeah, um, that's, that's conservatively 
an eight percent rate of return uh, if you look at historical data as your perspective. Yeah, and that's all we can look at. Yeah, historical data. And now further to that, uh, the the other point, I guess, and and we'll get to this a bit when we talk about why, um, to some degree, you notice those numbers eight percent, five percent. You'll notice that, and and obviously you'll explain more about why why don't we draw out the full? Why don't we draw out close to the full amount every year? And mm. and there's sort of two reasons for that. Uh, and I'm sorry, I'm probably jumping You're the gun on. here a bit, but the point is that if you're listening to this and go, well, yeah, but what if we don't get an eight percent rate of return? Mm. What we actually want throughout your retirement is that we don't want to chew into your in, into your balance. We actually want your retirement savings to, at the very least, stay stable and and preferably we want them to continue to grow particularly in those early years of retirement and that is so that if you do have a period of below you know with substandard returns or if you know we have the 30 30 worst years in in investing history coming ahead we need that margin of safety and that's why we're not we're never trying to come up with a plan where okay well you spend your last dollar on on the day that you pass away peacefully at 90 years old we we always want that margin of safety we we need to know that even if things don't go to plan will we still are we still very likely to to have enough money to to retire and so that's kind of where just to 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 jump in this sorry that 8% is that's what we target that's what we work towards that's kind of what we work off but even if if you if, as we follow through here you'll see that the plan is to continue to grow your mm. retirement savings so that if we don't get that 8% for a period of time or even over that 30 years, we're still going to be you know, more where we need to be. We're not going to run out of money too soon. Absolutely. Yeah, so it's got to, you, you, your, your money has to throw an arc that grows, mm-hmm. especially in the early years of your retirement. Yeah. So 8% rate of return on $1.6 million. Think of this number in green. Like I said, $128,000 is, is added, yeah. is coming in. It's, it's being added to the balance. Um, and what our clients are taking on average is 5% yeah. of that amount, which is $80,000. So most of our clients are taking $80,000 out. Yes. Um, what we like about that is that um, a number of things, $80,000 is is and when we, I spoke before about the, a really important number, which is zero, zero yep. percent tax. Yep. That eighty thousand dollars that is taken out, done correctly, is completely tax free. Yep. Which is, which is the equivalent of someone earning, earning about one hundred and ten, earning about one hundred and ten thousand dollars a yep, year. Yeah. So, yeah. so people think of their income while they're working as the gross figure. Yeah. They don't think of it as the after tax figure. Yeah. Um, so people would say I'm on a hundred and ten thousand dollar income. Mm. Well, no, you're not. You're you're actually on a, a on about an eighty thousand dollar income, income because yeah. you pay you yeah. know thirty thousand dollars in tax. Yeah, and so 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 if you're drawing an eighty thousand dollar income and it's tax free, it's equivalent of of, of one person, one member of the couple, yeah, earning a hundred and ten thousand dollars. And you know, and the of, other of before tax dollars. The other part. So I'm, I'm keep jumping in here. Um, probably ahead of where you're going, but the other where that zero percent figure applies is is also to the the eight percent. So that hundred twenty eight thousand dollars worth of return, yep. again structured correctly, that's completely tax free. So that's that's probably the analogy that I'd use there. It's it's like if if you're currently if you've been working all your life and you're earning one hundred ten thousand dollars of gross income, what's happening at the moment is thirty thousand is going to the ATO. You are left with eighty. Yep. In retirement, what we actually want is we want you to get a slight pay rise, so we, we want you to go from 110 to 128,000. 
then we want none of that money to go to the ATO. And we want you to keep spending your 80 so that you're building up that. You're basically, again, thinking about that as the green figure is going up slightly and the red yep. figure is, is staying where it is. Yeah, absolutely. So, so people are amazed at that when I, when I show them the difference. And, you know, to even, to, you, to even take the same figures, let's say one member of the couple the year before they retired earned $128,000 of, of salary income. Yeah. Um, we look at the you know, the tax on that, and yeah. and I don't have yeah. my it, tax scales here, but, but let's yeah, they'd be left with about ninety thousand. Let's so. call it yeah, yeah. Let's call it yeah, thirty eight thousand dollars yeah. of tax that leaves them with with ninety thousand dollars in the hand. I then show them, okay, what if your money earned one hundred and twenty eight thousand dollars, and you've retired, and it's earned inside your yeah, you know, your zero percent taxed superannuation income stream. Hey, it's zero dollars in tax. Mm. It's it's a massive difference. So you're money making money yeah. as a replacement of your wage yeah. done structured correctly yeah. is is yeah you know, a saving of, of tens of thousands of dollars in, yeah. in tax dollars. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's interesting, isn't it? Because you like it's pretty pretty well titled this podcast. I'd say normally we come up with titles, and and Ali who who does the sound engineering goes, "What are these idiots talking about?" He's got to come up with a new title. But I think this one's true because. If you look at it as while we're working, the only real numbers that matter while you're working are money in versus money out. Mm. You know, there's what's the old, there's some famous quote about, you know, earning, if you earn, it's from hundreds of years ago, so 20 pounds in, 21 pounds out is misery, 20 pounds in, 19 pounds out is, is bliss. And mm. that's, it really is one of those things where, you, again, you look at that as a green versus red. If every year, yeah, that's one of the first things that you learn when you when you strike in the world on your own is if I spend more than I earn, I'm I'm only going one way. Mm. It doesn't it doesn't matter how much I earn, it doesn't matter how much I spend, it only matters the, the relationship between those two. If if I spend more than I earn, I can only go downhill from here. And at some stage I'm gonna have to pay that back. If I spend less than I earn, my net worth is just gonna grow over time. It's just simple it's it's like a law of gravity. You cannot you yeah. can't get away from it. And so I think people understand that when it comes to work. You know, they, they go, I've got this job. It pays me this amount. I don't, I, know, I don't know how much I necessarily want to spend, but I know the limits of what I can spend sustainably, and it's, mm. it's less than what I earn. When it comes to retirement, I think that's probably the – I think where the, the trap is that people look at that sum of money. They look at $1.6 and go, that's the money that I've got to spend. Mm. And that's, I guess, the point that you're making here today is that that $1.6 million is not, it's not, that's not the money for you to spend. The return on that money, that, that 128000 that 8%, that green figure that that's growing by on average over the long term, that's what you've got to spend. You don't want to, you don't want to tip into that, that capital base of $1.6 because if you do, you know, you, you're, you're leading yourself down a miserable road. Well, here's the nice thing too, Dallas. So again, let's, let's put colours on these numbers, $1.6 million dollars. It gets an eight percent rate of return, assumed rate of return. Green number, one hundred and twenty-eight thousand dollars is added to yep. that one point six million dollars. Think of that number as green. Um, on average, our clients take eighty thousand dollars a year or thereabouts. Um, they live a fairly, fairly uh, comfortable lifestyle on that. Mm-hmm. Think of that number as red. Yep. Eighty thousand dollars coming out. Mm-hmm. What you have is a difference in what's essentially being reinvested. Then. Yep. It goes back on top of that. 
$48,000, uh, $128,000 of green coming in, less $80,000 of red going out and being spent is $48,000 of, of money that's effectively being reinvested. So in a normal year, a perfect year, um, your $1.6 million grows by $48,000 to $1,648,000. Um, what we know over time, and, and and that's the margin that we want. We yep. want a margin of yep. about 3%. Yeah. It's about three, yeah, it's yep. 3%. We so you, you earn an 8% rate of return. Yeah. You take 5% as an income. Yep. You've got a margin of safety there of 3%. Now, mm. that margin's there for a number of reasons. Yep. Returns are lower for a period of time. Yeah. And that margin's there. Um, we know that when major things break yep. in our retired clients' lives- Yeah. There's, there's no option to go and work a bit of overtime or to, to do anything like that. It's, it's going to have to come from somewhere. It comes from somewhere. Yeah. And the $80,000 that most of our clients are taking, you, look, there's not there's not money left over to do a new roof on yeah. the house. There's not yeah. money left over to renovate the bathroom or the kitchen or, or any yeah. of those types of things. There's not money left over. Yeah. God forbid to buy another car, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, all of those types of things. So, so that 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 safety margin there yeah. is is a good one for us because we we know that we know that deep down people will will usually need to yeah you know, one in every three years dip into that a little bit. The eighty thousand dollars goes up to a hundred thousand dollars yeah. for one year. If yeah. you know what I mean. Because yeah. um because yeah. of those things because of those capital items yeah and um, that's so that's I guess the the first reason why we want that to be going up every year is is just that margin of safety point of view is just that bit of a buffer and I'm sure you're going to explain the, the second reason in in that everything everything is going to get dearer every year throughout your retirement and and fairly substantially over a twenty or a thirty year retirement yeah and it's it's really really hard to it's really really hard to We've spoken before about inflation. It's just the silent killer yeah. because, yeah, uh, yeah a one point five percent inflationary number. It, it just sounds. It sounds like something an economist just says, and it doesn't have any bearing <laughs> well, on your life. But well, it doesn't seem to from month to month, year to year. But it's yeah. it's creeping up, creeping yes. up, creeping up. Look, it's really only when you look back at what things cost yeah. twenty five years ago. Yes, and you get oh, gee, I could I can't remember that was that yeah. that was. When that was that cheap, yeah. So compared to what it is now, but 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 yeah, things things do get more expensive. So I think to use your analogy of of the red and the green. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna try and explain a graph that I have in my mind. This is probably gonna go down like a mm. lead balloon. But if you think of it as a bar graph, where every year you've got that that bar in red, which is what you're spending. So in mm. your first year, it's eighty thousand. Now every year for thirty years, that bar gets slightly higher the amount mm. that you need to draw out is going up over time with inflation. Now, as you say, it's it's not really even noticeable month to month or, or year to year because it's 80000 this year and things just squeeze up a little bit. Your health insurance gets that little bit dearer. You know, the rates go up slightly. You might need eighty one and a half or 82000 next year and then the year after it's eighty four. And then, But if you look at that visually across 20, 30 years, you can see that, that that bar by your last year of retirement is, is you know, twice as big. It's, it's twice as much money that you will need to draw out of your retirement savings. Now, once you have that visual of that red income, that red bar of income that I need to draw out every year, the only sustainable way that I, that I know that I can do that every year is if the green bar that's overlaying it, the, the return, that 8% that you're talking about there, 
if we don't have more green than red in that first year, next year we, we get into tricky territory where because we next, if, if we spend more than we earn, the same as in our working life, if we're spending more than we earn, if we're spending more than what we're receiving in a return, next year we don't have 1.6 million or we don't have 1.648 million. We've actually got 1.55 or we've got whatever that figure is. Next year the return is lower and, mm. and, and our, our red bar goes, gets slightly bigger and it's, it's marching inexorably upwards and, and we just need more and more money every year. If we don't have that green bar of your return, if we don't have that growing every year in line with that inflation, you are setting yourself up to run out of money throughout mm. your retirement. And there's, and there's just no other way really around that. It's, it's, like I said, it's the same as your work income. It's the same as any other financial life. If you are spending more than you are earning, at some stage you have to pay the piper. Mm. And, and, you know, we've talked about this before at length. Everyone's situation is a bit different. You might get a fair way through retirement. You might go, you know what, I actually don't mind because I'm going to chew into that capital base a bit, but I've only, you know, I'm not worried about running that down because I think I'm close enough. But in your first year of retirement, that's the visual, that's a really tangible concept that I want to think about is those 20, 30 years worth of red bars worth of income that you need. You know, it's not that you need 80000 that first year. It's that you need millions of dollars worth of income over the next 20, 30 years. You do. It's it's staggering the amount of income yeah. that you take over. Yeah, uh, yeah it's it's millions of dollars. Yeah. through your through your retirement, you yeah, yeah. you retire with one point six million dollars. Yeah, it, done correctly, mm. you might draw yeah two point five million dollars worth of total income. Yeah. in and your be, retirement and be left with two million dollars and be left yeah be, still be still be left with a higher starting yeah. a, a higher balance yes. than you started with. Yeah. And that's 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 through nothing else than the eight and the five. Yes. Like I yeah. make eight percent. Yeah. If I if I assume and I and I and I, and I make that eight percent on average every year, and I take no more than five percent. Yeah. Then then a couple of things happen. One is my superannuation balance grows. And in that simple example, yeah. The green number in the first year is one hundred and twenty-eight thousand dollars coming in, eight percent on one point six million dollars. The red number, what I take. Is eighty thousand um, dollars. What happens is my superannuation balance starts year two at one million six hundred and forty-eight thousand dollars. Yep. Now um, I still take five percent, yep. but it's five percent of a bigger number. Yes. In this yep. in this case, so yep. I naturally index yep. the income that I'm drawing up yep. to combat inflation yep. because again I'm taking five from eight. Yep. I'm taking five percent from eight percent. I'm re yeah I'm reinvesting three percent yeah um, and that's uh, yeah you start you start year three of your retirement with with almost one it's a bit over one point seven million dollars yeah. because you've you've yeah. you've been able to reinvest and that's we've done whole whole podcasts about different ways that you can draw that income in retirement but but those are the you know it doesn't matter whether you draw a, that as a flat dollar amount or as a percentage or whether you dial mm. that up dial that down there's a heap of different ways to to do that but um. I think that, that your point that you make here is, is, is a very solid one, which is that it doesn't matter how you do that. It doesn't matter whether you do it as a percentage or as a flat dollar. Mm. The numbers that matter are what's the return that you're getting? How much, is my, how much income am I making? How much, you know, how, much, how much am I earning? And how much am I spending every year? Mm. And there's no, there's no way that I know about that we can make those numbers work if you're spending more than you earn. You, you are on track to run, to run out of money at some stage. Mm. So... I think you're right. Those are the only two numbers that matter, 
and and the magic number of zero percent, which is that that tax, which is just that that means that to me it ties into both those figures because it's zero percent tax. It just means that there's that much less money that your money has to make for you, and there's that much less money that you that you're spending every year on that tax. And and what it what it really is that the tax savings by getting set up correctly, yeah. the tax savings actually become almost the amount that you're reinvesting. Yes. So yeah, yeah. you. Know, you yeah. If you earn one hundred and twenty-eight thousand dollars of salary income, yeah, yeah, you know, we said before you pay about thirty-eight thousand dollars in tax. Yes. Well, um, if you earn that one hundred and twenty-eight thousand dollars inside your zero percent tax superannuation income stream, then you pay zero dollars in tax. Yeah. Um, now, now um, the thirty-eight thousand dollars of tax that you are paying uh, is very, very close to the forty-eight thousand dollars of money you're reinvesting mm. inside your yeah. You, 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 That's you, right. You're basically reinvesting. You're making one hundred and twenty-eight thousand dollars, not paying any tax. You're taking eighty thousand dollars on average, and you're reinvesting forty-eight thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, well, the year before when you earned that money as that salary income, that was pretty much gone in tax. Yeah. That, that, that was the, the reinvesting money was gone in tax. So, yeah. So that's where that's where structuring things is is so paramount. Yep. And and um, yeah. And that's where we that's where we have that plan with everyone. I mean, we're 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 aiming. It's 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 no secret that we get to retirement and we have to rush money into the right environment. We're yep. actually planning for that along the way. Yes. And. It's we've got a unique scenario in Australia. You actually get a tax deduction on the way in by putting money into superannuation up to your concessional contribution cap limits, uh, which are now twenty-seven and a half thousand dollars per person uh, each financial year, um, and 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 you get a zero percent tax on the way out. Yeah, and and while you're holding on the earnings, on the, on the earnings. So it's yeah. beautiful. It's like it's it's yeah. it's if you can. And that's our job is to actually to, to, to make sure that we pull that legislation together, which is just words on paper. Yeah. And and and, and apply that to our clients' scenarios but, but to get a, them in that in that ideal position. A great example of that, you know, making that concrete or making that an easy visual is is you think about those red and those green bars. It's a good visual for this is how hard we need to work your money. This is how much money you will spend in retirement. Is that that red bar going up and up and up over mm. time. So that's the first thing to be aware of that it's, it's a thing to be aware of that most people just are not because it's hard to get your head around how much money you will need to spend in retirement after allowing for 20, 30 years of retirement plus inflation. It's, it's mm. an astronomical figure. You know, the return that you need to get on that money in order to fund that, which is you know, far more than people would, would expect. That, you know, they think that they're $1.6 million dollars is the amount that's going to get them there. What they need to realise is the return on that money is is what you really need to be drawing your income from. Mm. And then that figure, that tax figure, is that if you don't have that structured correctly, that tax is is just, you know, like inflation, it's the silent killer. It just eats away that extra return and it goes to the ATO and then you are going to run out of money. So, yeah, I think that's a, a great way to, to put it is, is those are the, the numbers that matter. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.